Welcome aboard. Welcome to the podcast. It's time for Hawk Talk with Jerry Hawk. Hey, hey, hey. Glad to be back. Life is good. Just depends on how you want to look at it, right? Well, I choose consciously to stay positive. The glass is half full. It's not half half full. Um, uh, going back to positive intelligence, take that saboteur assessment. There's also a PQ test that goes along with it. Uh, read Shirzad Charmin's book, Positive Intelligence. It's so good. First eight chapters gives you the data and the science behind how our brain works. And then from there, he gives all of these um, examples of over, I don't know how many thousands of different businesses and billionaires and CEOs and wildly successful human beings that struggle with finding peace of mind. Doesn't that sound good? Peace of mind? You know, my hyperachiever acts this way. I'll be happy when I knock out the, the next big sale or get my client to this level. I'll be happy then. It's a lie. I'll be happy now. I choose that. And that's the positive quotient, the PQ part. He does a wonderful little te- uh, exercise I want you to do. You know how oxygen releases the cortisol in our bloodstream, and which in turn relieves the anxiety, which is all generated from our left hemisphere, where our saboteurs live, where the judge lives. And what our game is, is to get to the right hemisphere, we're going to have peace of mind, gratitude. All these problems is an opportunity. And when we're in that sage being, part of our right hemisphere, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt in our freaking core that there's a gift behind every obstacle. There's a gift. That's what it's really like to be in sage. I love the analogy that when I get hot or I get pissed, to try to equate it as putting my hand on a hot stove. That's how I want you to be with your negative emotions. I get ticked off. Okay, I'm hot. How do I get out of it? So here's a simple thing. Our right hemisphere is really attached to our body. And being conscious of our body means we'd be conscious of the stress. So some of us don't even realize what, oh, I got a headache. My neck is stiff. My fists are clenched. I feel stress across my chest. Get my age, can't afford to have stress across your chest. Being conscious of what your body is trying to tell you, wake up, wake up. Your body's trying to tell you something is coming from your right hemisphere. You got a vagus nerve running down your spine from your limbic system. It's going to key organs in your body. I got a gut feel, my heart hurt, whatever. Your body's trying to tell you something. So I feel hot. I get angry. I feel shame. I react. One way 
to get past that. Let's take a big old breath and breathe and get my lungs full. And then the next part is to do this little exercise for 10 seconds. Rub your thumb and your index finger or this finger together to the degree where you can feel your fingerprint ridges. Try it right now. 10 seconds. You just accessed your right hemisphere. And in that space, everything calms down. You become more proactive. You're solid in your stance. Really good leaders can transfer that. So I always, I've, I've, I've hired a couple hundred people as sellers. I've taught, I've forgotten more about selling than a lot of people know. That's uh, because I'm old. <laughs> um, what my definition of selling is, is the transference of confidence. And I believe that we have, and there's science behind this, mirroring neurons in our brain that resonate with another human being. So when you're feeling what I'm saying, it resonates in your body. And that confidence of what I'm saying transfers into you. Really good leaders do that. One of the ways that they do that is they show a vision or they tell the vision or they let the people that they're trying to lead know this is where we're going. This is the hill that we're going to take. And then when we take that hill, this is what we're going to reap. This is what we're going to get. This is how it's going to feel. So I, uh, I, I thought of this and I've got paper here in front of me because I want to write some stuff down. But training programs, business require leaders that move us. Remember the game, follow the leader. You had to do whatever the leader did and you didn't, you were out of the game. It's too bad that's not true in today's world. So I've got an example and write these down for yourself. And maybe you'll come up with your own ideas here. Some of the leaders that I've met are kind. The flip side of that is they can be uh, coercive. And I'm not spelling, spelling that right. Coercive. Inclusive meaning showing you the vision, exclusive. Explanatory, deliberate. Just do what I tell you to do. It's my way or the highway. Don't ask questions. Team builder, and I love this word, 
tyrant. Tyrants lead with fear. Anytime I feel fear coming out of somebody who is trying to inspire and motivate me, get me to do, get me to move, and they use fear as a motivator, I go the other way. Visionary. Along with visionary, there's inspiration, motivation. It can be very entrepreneurial. I'm glad that this has got a little uh, glare to it because I'm not spelling right. Over here, visionary, bottom line, matrix, system. is more of a managerial type of leadership versus this just being true leadership. See the difference? Um, this stuff is generous. This has a, not that there's anything wrong with the military, but it has just that military feel to it. And I've met some really, don't get me wrong, I've met some wonderful military base. They've come from the military. They've got wonderful systems in place, wonderful Discipline, I love that about them. And they've been able to tap into more of a collaborative feel. They've been able to tap in, so they got the best of both worlds. They're, they're coming from their left hemisphere that we've got system in place, we're gonna follow these systems. And this, is, this is the structure, this is your job title, this is what you're responsible for. Do you understand it? Do you trust that this is gonna work? Do you commit to it? Can I hold you accountable to it? Are you willing to give me the feedback that I need if you don't agree? It's powerful. I love that. And in addition to that, to be able to meet them where the person that you're trying to inspire, where they're at, being able to sense that they're afraid or they have some shame because they screwed something up in the past. They're afraid they're going to screw it up again or you notice that they don't have a voice during some really big meetings and you're able to meet them where they're at and bring the voice out. Maybe they're introverted and this person over here is extroverted and being a little too verbose and you have the emotional intelligence to be able to quiet that verbose and, and get the person that doesn't have a voice to come out and play. Thank you.